0: Hello and welcome. Thank you for tuning in. My name is Coach Pab and today I'm going to be discussing the reasons why it can be disastrous for you to be raising money for charity. It goes without saying that, of course, I'm not suggesting that you just don't raise money for charity. Uh, I've been lucky enough to work with uh, guys such as Mark Beaumont, Ben Smith, Dean Stark, Guy Stapleford. I could name drop, you know, loads of people um, who have raised literally millions, millions uh, for for charities and good causes. And you know, I myself, if you followed my journey, have uh, have raised uh, tens of thousands for mental health charities as well. Um, and, you know, I think the first thing, the first thing is to, to note with that is that they probably all would agree with me when I say that the hardest part um, of most of these challenges is actually the fundraising and specifically detaching, uh, detaching an emotional response from the amount raised. Because we all go in with high hopes. Uh, and when it's not quite reaching our monetary targets, um, you know, it can be quite soul destroying. You know it would be it would uh, I'm sure that if you put yourself in this in our situation or you think about a situation um, where you were raising money for charity or maybe you've done this before and uh, you know you really want to raise the most amount for charity if you put an actual target in place and you're nowhere near or it's slow going um, and uh, it's it can be really really hard to uh, to come through that so today I'm going to be discussing um, my thoughts around how you can make this work um, you know, and not place so much stress on yourself, mental stress that's actually, you know, you turn up to the event and you already wish it was done because you're burnt out from from doing all this work. While money can't buy you happiness. I, I, <laughs> I, I you know, we, we've heard that saying, we've heard that statement for uh, probably all our lives. I have no idea where that originated from. I haven't bothered Googling it. Please feel free to Google and leave it in the comments. Um, But money can't buy you happiness. Um, Not necessarily the truest statement, really. Um, So a study uh, conducted in 2014, and I'm going to butcher this name, so I apologize. Pradnya K. Surana showed that actually people who donate money to charity tend to live happier lives. So I think that in that case, I do believe, and I, you know, I'm one for... uh, Giving back as much as possible, um, and I, you know donate to charity, probably not as much as I should, um, but I do honestly feel like uh, I feel amazing when I do uh, you know donate uh, money, whether that is just giving a bigger tip to someone who served you and that's been uh, great, a great restaurant um you know, or a homeless person just dropping them some money and uh, i I feel like um personally anecdotally that makes me feel great knowing that I'm contributing, and I think that actually. When you, 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 if you were to combine that with a meditative gratitude uh, or wellness mindfulness kind of practices I think that actually that is going to go a long way to stabilizing mental health and helping you be more on the the positive side which in turn honestly is going to make you a better athlete not many studies at the moment are conducted into that link but if you think about the 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 stress long-term chronic stress Um, what that actually does to you uh, in terms of not just like performance on the bike but mental health I'm sure that you'll you'll agree with me that it's a no-brainer that the happier you are or maybe the less stressed that you are the better long-term performance you're going to get and so I think that that's probably the biggest reason why you should raise money for charity again I'm going to go into a bit more detail of this of course Um, but I think that if if you can make it work following the tips that I'm going to set out, I definitely recommend that it's good. And if you can't, then, you know, what? maybe if you can afford to donate for charity as well. I think that's, you know, that's going to be an absolute game changer. Uh, at least it will be a step in the right direction. Obviously, that's the biggest positive we can relate from donating money to charity in terms of our athletic performance, at least. But there are obviously, and I've mentioned a couple of them, there's a, there's a couple of really big um, problems that come with raising. Raising money for charity. And, and the first one is, as I mentioned, the expectation around it. And you, you know you want to see a return for your hard work, whether that is riding 100 miles for the first time, doing something like Brighton, uh, sorry, London to Brighton, even race across America, like a few of my guys have done this year, uh, or my Route 66 you you kind of place a big expectation around how much um i mean i did and i know the athletes that i've worked with and i think that people like mark beaumont will agree as well you know there is a, an expectation around how much you you want to earn and obviously i think that we we probably tend to go in with a number that is big and the problem with that expectation is um as i said it creates uh, far too much stress so I think that if you are an people. if you, you might, you probably know, you probably know just from your, your general kind of mentality, whether you're somebody that places big expectations on themselves, be that in athletic performance, probably the biggest uh, measurement or measure that you can go by there. If you are somebody who has high expectations and then struggles to detach or, you know, has suffers mentally when they don't reach those expectations then raising money for charity is probably a big hard no. <laughs> at least at least raising money for charity with cycling is a hard no because you're not going to be able to detach. And the, the fact that you're going to be trying to train and you're going to be really tired from that and then trying to raise money, you know, you are going to get to the start of your event and already want it to be over. And that's not a great way to enter any event. <laughs> you are like most likely to fail when when you go in with that mentality. And I touched on it there. So the second one really is that negative mindset. Um so I've kind of already answered already answered part two, the number the second part of the, the problem uh, of raising money for charity. But uh, like I said, that you are you are genuinely generally at risk of creating a negative mindset where um, rather than focusing on the positives, um, we tend to focus on the negatives. and that kind of comes with hand in hand with having that uh, expectation of a, a total monetary figure. Uh, especially when we link it to to the event or the athletic performance itself, because we want to believe we're worth more money than than actually the donations might might suggest. For most people, they're doing these athletic events, whether like I say, if it's a hundred miles or a race across America, you, people are doing these, um, you know, for for a sense of self worth. And when we when we ask for donations for you know not for ourselves but for charity, and we don't get them we almost can't distinguish the fact that people are just not donating. They're not, they're not not donating because of us that, you know, there's probably plenty of reasons. Like I get asked for donations all the time. I've, I've chosen my charities that I donate money to. So my answer is, I'm sorry, but I'm, I'm i I very rarely ever donate any extra money. Um, and you know, I, that, and that's fine. That's fine for me. <laughs> I don't feel bad when somebody, even a close friend comes to me and says, "Will you donate to charity. And I say, no, I'm sorry, because, Ultimately my money goes elsewhere. I'm not, I'm not being selfish. And I think that that's something that we have to accept that when people say no, or they don't donate, that's not, that's not anything against the person that's asking for the money in question. We need to move on to um, how to do it properly, (laughs) how to raise money properly for charity, because it would be a crappy podcast or uh, if you're on YouTube, a crappy video if I do not give you some actionable information. Um, and you probably have figured out a couple of these. Maybe you've been a client, or you know, part of a, a team that I have helped to, to prepare for something. And I think the th- the first off is actually, you know, not raising money for charity itself with with you know, cycling or athletics is uh, do it. Do something else. You know, you can you can donate your time. You can donate your own money. You could figure something else out that um, that can go hand in hand if 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 you know you're if you think that you're going to be at risk of mentally burning out by because of raising money for charity, I think that's you know a great way to see the the positive benefits of helping others without the negative, you know challenges of dealing with uh, not meeting expectations and not meeting goals. Um, but of course, I think probably my my biggest one here is is actually build a team. So you might be lucky enough to be able to be in a position to, you know, pay someone to fundraise. I think that that's probably always something that should be a last ditch attempt. Um, I, you know, the people with, I'm sure there are great fundraisers out there, but the people that I've spoken to have used these, you know, fundraise managers um, never get the return. Um, So if it's a strictly commission-based role, then perhaps, but um, often that doesn't you know there'll always be there'll be always someone to pay them you know, a flat fee, and they, they, their time will be diverted elsewhere. So I think that maybe a fundraising manager that you pay or hire is is the last uh, last thing. So I'm fairly confident that everybody listening to this is going to have a good buddy that they ride with or they know or you know could it, it could do an exchange with, whereby one year or you know three months or whatever it is one period of time you raise money for and you do their help on the organisation of the event perhaps for your buddy and then you flip around and do it the opposite way next time and, and quite honestly i think that that's probably my number one way to do that is to trade with with someone else um because you're always going to get the best of that person almost certainly right i mean hopefully you have picked wisely with your friends <laughs> but um i think that most of us would, wouldn't have a buddy who if they had the time to be able to donate into them they're not doing their own you know crazy event they're actually more than likely going to be able to do that. And that takes the weight, the pressure off from you. You know, you don't even need to have to worry about how much has been donated. Don't check it. Just let your body deal with it. And then obviously reciprocate that the next time. So I'm going to summarize uh, this blog um, with my top five tips for raising money for charity by cycling. Um, and I'm literally just going to read these off. So if you are off the blog, blog that is on, on my website. So if you're on either my um, the, the podcast or on YouTube, you're watching this or listening to this, uh, coachpath.com forward slash blog is is where you're going to find this list, uh, which, uh, you know, and, and the blog, so you can have a look and lots of other useful resources as well. Plus, we have a community now. I'm going on a tangent, but we do have a, a community which you'll find on the website where you possibly could find some cycling friends <laughs> if you have none, uh, but definitely expand your network. And there are lots of people who are more than willing to put their time into cycling related events, even if it's not riding themselves. So you might find a fundraising manager. Back on topic and uh, with my top five tips for raising money for charity by cycling. uh, Number one, pair with a buddy and share responsibility. One event you ride and your buddy does the groundwork and then you can swap. Number two, consider building a team around you. If volunteers are sparse, consider commission-based fundraising roles only. Last ditch attempt that should be number three. At some point, plan to step back from fundraising and remain ignorant of the amount raised. I can't stress how important that is if uh, if you are somebody who will get really down on the um, amount raised. Um, and this one goes hand in hand with pretty much everything I ever go on about. It's at least fifty percent of what I talk about, and that is do the mental fitness work to help you remove expectation from fundraising definitely number four i think actually if i was to go back into doing crazy stuff which you know watch this space maybe there is another route 66 attempt in me at some point i think that i would be in a better place mentally to deal with the stress of that um because i can tell you i was definitely wanting it to be over before it even started based on the amount of work that i did but we are all on our own mental fitness journey and mine is uh Uh, obviously just as much a work in progress as everybody else's and that is number four so number five the final one is if this seems too stressful if raising money for charity seems too stressful don't do it find another way to help those less fortunate than you so you can focus solely on the training and that is it hope you've liked the new format and uh i don't know whether i'll be going back to the the standing in front of my my screen or not um why don't you let me know in the comments? Obviously, if you are if you are listening on the podcast, that will make no sense whatsoever <laughs> because you can't see me. Um, so if you wanted to have a little look, search for Pav Brian on YouTube. It's youtube.com forward slash C forward slash Pav Brian uh, or just head to my blog and you can see all of the videos embedded in there as long with the podcast. So that leaves me with nothing else to say, but thank you so much for bearing with me. <laughs> Um, I hope you have enjoyed listening to this as much as I have rambling on (laughs) about it. Um, Again, please leave me a comment, questions, jump on the community, uh, community community.coachpath.com, or you can find a link on my website, coachpath.com. And, you know, we will talk lots about this kind of thing on there. Um, Thank you, everybody. Thumbs up, share with your friends, and uh, we'll see you again soon. Have an awesome day.